Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Hello Adult in the Podcast. I'm your host, Shanique. It is September, which means we are still talking about the money. We are in our bags for the entire month of September. And I am back with your and my favorite financial advisor, Shamar Clark. This week we are talking about five money mistakes to avoid in your 20s so last week we told you about the moves you should be making this week we're telling you about the moves that you really and truly should be avoiding this is another episode that you want to grab a note-taking device for a notebook a pen a notes app on your phone you want to tell your friends to come over here draw a chair and listen to this because we are teaching you stuff we are all learning together and we are breaking that taboo of not talking about money we definitely are talking about money over here so get comfortable get ready to learn some new things and enjoy this episode all right guys so you know he stayed away for a year and so that's for that reason you get two for the price of one right shamar we are back yeah. <laughs> with um, financial advisor, Shamar Clark. He is here to talk to us again about money. And this time we're talking about five money mistakes to avoid in your 20s. Now, if you missed the last two episodes, they will be linked in the description of this podcast episode. Wherever you're listening, it will be in the description box. So you can go ahead and listen to the first two episodes, which is financial What's this again? Financial something 101. It's in the it's in the description and five money moves to actually make in your 20s. So now we're talking about the money mistakes, Shamar. On a scale of one to ten. Uh, how many scale of one to ten? One mistake or ten mistakes? How many money mistakes do you think you made in your 20s? I got I'm past I'm past ten months. I don't think you have enough time coming on this podcast to talk about my money mistakes. Jesus. <laughs> But you got it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful that boy, God must love me because he gave me a grand, grand opportunity to just fix all of it. My disability, my start creating. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm grateful. Yeah. That's why I'm, so, I'm so glad to tell people what to do, not to tell people what to do, but that's a show people how to, how they can not, they can avoid bumping them toe on the same stone that I did. Yeah. Yeah, because you're talking from experience. So at least you have, you see, that's something that from the edge that you probably have. You actually lived mm-hmm. through it. So you can give people some practical advice to so say, listen, you don't want to go through that because I was there and it never nice. Versus just saying, I've heard that, you know, that kind of stuff is not nice. So yeah, that's an edge. So let's talk as usual. I don't know much here. This is your story. You are telling us, you're, you're giving us some of your expertise. And so I'm going to be quiet for the most part. You can talk and wherever I have a question, I will jump in. So you have the floor. All right. All right. So this particular one, it's a little bit more exciting for me because this is really, really unsurely. Boy, yep. This is me. This is me now, financial advisor somewhere. Looking back at my, my, my myself years ago, just saying, all right. Look at us now, two different people. Yes, and we're you know that is a challenge where it started, how it started, and how it's going. Yep. Oh, Lord, I swear. All right. So let me tell you. Let me the first thing that pops out to mind for me to tell a person is don't buy a car that you can't afford. I know when you leave university and you want to traverse the work and everything, you're going to want to have some nice wheels. <coughs> Pardon me. 
you're going to want to have some nice wheels. You can have some nice wheels that are that's affordable and within your budget. Now, if you don't pay attention, if you don't pay attention to the budget and you just see some a nice bima or a nice, nice markets, nice little events, and your income, your income is 120000 Let me tell you what I did. Right? I was earning $85,000. Good? And at the time, at the time, I wanted a car. Um, my, 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 my girlfriend at the time wanted the car. And we decided that we we're going to come together and get the car. You understand? No, the weight of it would have been on my, on my, on my, 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 my pay. Right? My pay was $85,000 a month at the time. When I work at Eden Guns and went through the bank. And I remember doing some hopscotching and some jumping over hoops and everything just to prove to the bank, you know, that I could afford to spend the $50,000 a month for the car. Mm-hmm. Now, knowing well, you know, say me can't afford the $50,000 for the but me want the car. You understand? At the time, it was a burgundy alien, beautiful, man. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I got that car for the $50,000 per month, $49,000 and change. I can tell you the exact sense. And when I started driving that car, I think within about the first month or so, mm-hmm. the AC went. Oh, Jesus. In the, in the car, in a brand new car, in a AC go, but guess I'm going. Not a money for fixing the AC. <laughs> I mean, I just go and drive with that. When we're in for a car, it'll go in. And I was a car that nobody knew. So mm-hmm. it had the, alter, the alternator wanted to be changed, but the alternator was $30,000, and I could not find the $30,000 to change the alternator. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because the car was already eating me alive. Now, let me tell you something. When you're driving a car and something happens to the vehicle and you can't fix it, I almost done mechanic in it because we start YouTube everything, anything more, and I did the same because I don't want to fix it. You understand? <laughs> you, you, put yourself, you put yourself on a shoestring budget. Mm-hmm. You understand? People now know this thing will happen to you. You understand? But let me tell you what happened. You buy that vehicle. And the vehicle, you loved the vehicle so much, but closer to when it, when things start to really get tight, right? What happens yeah. is that it, you start to despise the thing where you're where you, you think it's love. Mm-hmm. Just just to look on it because they remember when you when you're hungry, everybody see the money there, see the food money there, and see the old park up outside. Yeah, it want to it want to tire. You have a, oh god, man! And when bitter days start to come, you know, remember. I remember a mentor of mine said that when when um when you don't if you don't have money, women will leave you. You understand? It's 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 no it's no it's not that it, women will leave you when, when there's no money. Mm-hmm. But the statistics are mm-hmm. there to support and to prove our, our point that when it comes on to when it comes on to to to, to um breaking up our, our divorce and all these things, mm-hmm. fin- fin- financial mismanagement is the number one cause. Understand? Yeah. So, so, so the people that you love, right? When you when you go out of when you put your hat where you can't really reach it, so early out buying a car where you can't afford. Understand? What usually would end up happening is that these people will the same people will love on their own, they will just disappear mm-hmm. on you because you can't afford just a bare minimum of things. Understand? Yeah. And the people are human, so avoid avoid making that mistake. Don't buy a car that you cannot afford. And what does affordability for a car look like? Because I remember when I was going to buy my first car, I didn't really know what a, what 
cars were costing or anything like that. You know, I didn't initially start out with doing research or whatever the case is. I just thought of, okay, what kind of car do I like? And I'm going to start looking for that type of car. I realized very quickly that I, my budget or my paycheck could not <laughs> afford a Mini Cooper. That's what I wanted, oh, but I couldn't afford oh. it. Okay, so... I had to dial back that like a dream and be like, all right, you're going to hold on for a Suzuki Swift. And you cannot yeah. buy a 2018 Swift either. <laughs> you're going to hold on for an older Swift, right? Cool. But all of that knowledge came while I was in the process of trying to buy a car. Lucky for me, I have a sister who is in accounting and money management is her thing. And so she was there on hand to help me. But for persons who don't have that resource, what does affordability of a car look like? All right, so there, there are certain percentages that can be thrown out, and in, you, you'll see anywhere between 20 and 30 percent. Right, but I, I want person to look at it this way after all the other experiences come out, right? Mm-hmm. After all the other experiences come out, that is when you can, you can dictate exactly how much you can actually spend on the car. And it now comes down to again, if you need a car for like work or whatever it is, if it's just a want right now. Then that should be it. Should be it should fit within the twenty percent of your income, no more. So if you're making a hundred thousand dollars per month, your car payment should not exceed twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, well, it 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 is rare in in these cases. And somebody will say, "Yes, you know, you can't get a car for twenty thousand dollars car payment." I be, I bet you I can. It's just it's not the car that you want. Yeah, you understand? Facts. So it 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 it's that's the harsh reality. I think. And I I have I have clients that are. I've had to help to come out of some deep holes. My recommendation was, was actually to sell a car because yeah. they have families. It's not like I'm alone. When I'm alone, I can, I can tell them, say, over two, three, four, five years, we can bounce back and everything. But when you have most to feed, daughter and son, we are, we are, that's, that, 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 that's suffering because of the vehicle. That's yeah. what I'm just, just scale down because I want to tell you something. And I've learned it over time. All of them, the Benz, the Bima, the Toyota, all of them, Yep. I just all I am. I just all I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When them, and it does take one accident to fall them up and make it look like like junk to you. So all car, all car, car. You understand? I I I, I like nice cars too. And so that's the only thing I tell it. And you know I tell you this all the time. The only thing I want for myself, like you have a nice car, put on some clothes mm-hmm. I like, I'm gonna eat some local food and I eat that. Everything else for my family. Them can yeah. do everything else in life. And I said I will set them up. Them the houses, everything what I for them. All me like me like. I don't like to have back kids, so I'm going to drive something decent. But I have to make sure I earn at a, at a level to give me what I want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to ever go back in life where I'm going to buy something I can't buy twice. As somebody, mm-hmm. as somebody the care thing. So, it's just some people, if you can't buy it twice, don't buy it. You'll hear these type of things, yes? Yes. I, after booking my tour, so bad, I told Tanit, I end up hating the car at a point. You know? My mom, the father, that's why the car crashed. I need to kill me after that. I remember coming out and looking at the car and I said, oh, Father, God, I got all this to do to myself. Because mm-hmm. when you turn on the car, you see light, gas light, come on. I know when you know my kid. That, that was the time in my life when I went to the ATM. I want to punch in some one, two thousand dollars. My heart has skipped a beat like me. I say, I wonder if it's in the machine. Yeah. If the machine take too long, I start, start get jiggy. Because I said, maybe I have a $2,000. And when them time when, when I get the $2,000, I don't look for how much money left. And then I just crush my people and drop it in there. Yeah. You know what I see? Mm-hmm. Fear. Total fear. 
totally and fully controlled by money at that point in time because I made a bad decision. Yeah. Had I not made that decision, I would have put myself in a better position to sort out of things in my life. You yeah. understand? But them say sometimes you live and and you learn. Yeah. Uh, but I'd love for a person not to not, that's a mistake that um, I would want. Money won't help anybody. Facts, big facts. All right, what's number two? Number two, there's a thing called emergency funds, right? It's not, it's not a big old, it's not a big fancy term. And I start, it's just so nice. It simply means you should have a certain amount of months of your necessary expenses stashed aside. Listen to I and I. I was working for somebody. Remember when you work for people and you own a place. So the people can tell if you go home. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. What What happens if you are working for an establishment and this and this establishment now there's whatever goes wrong, right? Let's say COVID, right? Let's say COVID. Um, COVID happens, or there's 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 we're not making the targets that we need to make. So the stakeholders are saying, "Listen to me, we have to cut our bottom line." And usually, what usually goes when people say they cut in the bottom line, staff. Them yeah. say, we have five staff. Three staff can do it. Five people. So you're going to pile up the work from the five, from the three people, and then two people. Mm-hmm. You understand? What if you're in those two? Yes? How long can you survive? How long can you maintain your life for? In your 20s, you don't. You might not believe it, but in your, when you're in your 20s and I grow towards your 30s, you're an adult. You're a big people, big man and big woman. And at this time, point in time in life, most of the time, you're on your own. You're already renting a space. Can you continue to rent that space if you lose your job tomorrow morning? Mm-hmm. For at least six months while you continue to look for work. Yes? Is mm-hmm. that, is, or, or is it that one single month that's when, if, that, if, that, if you have a problem for one single month, that is it. For people like me who come from country because, because you, 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 you don't have that income anymore, is it that you have to go right back to country? Mm-hmm. You understand? What does it mean for you? So the emergency fund is something that's important. What is an emergency fund? It's a multiple of amount of, of your necessary expenses. So if your necessary expenses is fifty thousand dollars per month, it simply it simply now means that you need to just multiply the fifty thousand dollars times three, and you know you know you know you need to have a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I was working in the Africa. I'm not very cheap to talk to, Shani. Yeah, that's that. But Paris that, so, that's so six so six months nine months the same thing. It's just for you to yeah. so an emergency fund is literally how long can you really survive. Without an income, you understand? If an mm. emergency does happen tomorrow morning, can you take care of it? Yes? Mm. And that's These different from your savings? That's a, it's a part of your savings. Because yeah. what happens is that this part of your savings, remember this, this part of your savings is going to help you as a risk management tool. Mm. You have savings that are going to help you to purchase the property. So the savings have different purposes. You understand? But this now fits in your portfolio as a risk management tool. So you do have to save to get to it. You understand because it's not, not everybody's going to get the big windfall money with them get us throwing as an emergency fund is properly funded. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to save for it, but that should not deter you from saving towards the house acquisition and all these things that you want to get. get. That is where you now you apportion it to break it down in terms of structure 10%, 20%, 30%, whatever it is goes where. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it's some way it, it will take some time to build it up to where it is, it is supposed to be, but when it gets there, oh my god. It brings down an emergency to the to the ranks of what you call an inconvenience. So your 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 phone tree, your phone drop on broke, no longer an emergency. Mm-hmm. Inconvenience, because you have the money to pay for it. 
Yeah. Yeah. So now you can run the credit card because you have money properly, you know. So this is the duty to the statement. There's just a boom already on the credit card. And by the time the credit card is a boom, I'm pulling from the emergency, emergency fund. Pay off the credit card. And you know, say, oh, because you spend that out, you, you put back another $5,000 a month going back to your emergency fund to fill it back up to where it was before you take out the money out of it. And you have the cycle. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have this, you're going to you're going to keep making two steps forward and four steps back. You understand? Mm-hmm. So an emergency fund is something that it's, it's vital as a matter of fact to, towards um, something that you want to devote, especially when you're in the 20s. And I can remember enough emergency to reach me in my case. It's like when you're broke, everything Everything's wrong. Yeah. True. Just have to stop. Murphy's law. Whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Mm-hmm. When you're broke, everything don't want it. Why am I telling you? Yo, Jano. It's funny now they can look back. And I remember, I remember one particular evening, you know, I was working at VTDI. I'm at UA, so I go full, I go full time at UA. I work full time at VTDI. And at the time, I had a barber on campus. Mm-hmm. And I remember going on and make my shoes bottom. Shoes bottom. Because at the time, I know it's the last part of you, so I get more. You know, I'm getting to that stage where I get more professional and things like that, you know, I get ready for the word of, word of work. So mm-hmm. at this point in time, now, education starts and I start to yeah, put, put things together. Shoes, but I'm going to drop off from the point of man. Stop on one of the shop and then get to the shop, just tie up the bottom of the shoes and walk on the point of campus. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm going to the barber shop, I'm going to the barber shop, same time, and I start trimming here. Drop the price of the trims after two hundred dollars and start trimming here. Get the money, go buy one of the shoes. I'm buy, buy, that, was, that was the time I bought my first tennis school pair of shoes. But go downtown, and then you have a show, I show them, I show them Enigma. Yeah. I'm going to go Enigma, I'm going to go in and I sell. The shoes was $8,000 at the time, and I'm selling it for $4,000. I'm going to buy the first pair of tennis I have it from Facebook page, I know. I'm going to go to the and I'm going to it, and I'm going to watch it. You understand? Mm-hmm. But think of, I did not have an emergency phone, you know. You hear me tell you? It's because I, I was fortunate enough to have a side hustle. Yeah. I could have to cut the mirror and then go trim and then make a fork and go buy the shoes the next day. Mm-hmm. What if I what if I did not have that side hustle? Oh my God, what am I? Yeah. So for a lot of persons that their situation, they don't have that many, that, that many sources. So you have to start to build up the, um, the emergency fund for anything that can happen. Because anything that can go wrong sometimes usually usually just happen. Yeah, true. It, this this is more this is more to do with mind, the mind, right? You have a thing that happens to people in their in their um in their twenties. I don't think I was guilty of it much, but it it, it it's possible would have affected me as well, like it would affect most people. You ever hear about keeping up with the Joneses? Yep. The Joneses don't care about you. The Joneses don't know you. The Joneses don't even like you. Yes, but we try to, when we leave university, especially, or we're in our early 20s, you mm-hmm. try to show off that level of success that to your friends, sometimes will, some, sometimes knowingly, sometimes unknowingly, to show that, yeah, may I do well. You understand? Because when you buck up, you get them to say, oh, where are we now? Oh, where are they now? Mm-hmm. And you can say, yeah, you know, some adjusted, some adjusted, and that's when you start to make some very not-so-smart moves. You understand? Mm-hmm. You start to buy some expensive clothing that you don't need to buy. You start to go to some of these parties that you know you cannot afford to go to, but you broke your neck to make sure you go there. 
You understand? You try to you start to buy the liabilities, the expensive liabilities that you don't need. Keeping up with the Joneses, quote unquote, is one of the fastest ways to get yourself in poverty for your thirties, and you're just gonna regret it. You're just gonna regret it because the people don't care, and yep. nobody's got to remember. Nobody's gonna remember what kind of I don't remember. I had so so many black hairs back in the day when black hair was thing. You understand? Mm. LG shine and all this. Nobody remember. Nobody remember that I had the latest LG shine at one point in time. Nobody cares. Nobody cares that I, I had a nice kind of costume at a point in time. Nobody cares. But well, you think people care. Mm-hmm. So you start to buy the things that you, 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 you start outside of your budget and things like that. So that's a mistake that I wouldn't want anybody to at all, yeah. at all, at all. For yeah, sure. That's a serious thing. Yeah, man. Keeping up with the Joneses thing is a serious thing. I don't want people to look at it that yeah, and the, you know, the, the one about, you know, when you leave college and everybody's talking about what they're doing and whatever the case is, I feel like that's the period in my life when I became a, a, such, a, such a shut-in. Like, I don't go out on a Friday night. You'll never catch me at what the parties used to name now. Fridays at the Devon or Fiction or Privilege. Like, you never catch me in the club on a Friday night. You never because... I can't be bothered. I remember when I used to go out, I'd go home and I'd be so mad at myself. Like, why you spend so much money on that? For what? For what reason? Why are you buying bottles of whatever it is for a table full of people? Half of which you don't even know. Why are you doing that? All right, Shanique, we're not doing that anymore. So we're no longer going out on Friday nights. We're going out on Thursday evenings now. We're going to TGI. And we're just going to go out with these people who are not going to be pressuring you. Like, that's the decision I had to make for myself. Kind of shutting myself in here drastic. But it's what I had to do, trust me. Because if you know me, I'm coming from a place where I had to put my cards in water and put them in the freezer when Black Friday come and that kind of stuff. I'm coming from far to the point where I can have my credit card and I can sit on online every single day working from home. Yes, Shamar, I'm coming from a drastic place. <laughs> You've met me when I have, you know, been born again. <laughs> you met me in a good, you, met, you became my financial advisor after i've been through it okay okay and you can sit up to the state where you find me you know first of all <laughs> yeah you can imagine <laughs> i found in a state where we still have to do it for work exactly and, and I, whoa can you imagine <laughs> well, so yeah mm-hmm. don't keep up with the joseph the joseph are not keeping up with with you so you just ignore them and do your own thing yeah man people need to learn for technically Act your age. There's yeah. no more can make, yes. no structuring, and just be with a certain level of confidence. Mm-hmm. That nobody's going to, nobody will remember. I give you a story. Sure, so enough people forget things. I'm in a grade five. The most embarrassing day of my life when I was in grade five. I can remember my shoes, my shoes that bust out. They can't see my socks from the outside of my shoes. Now I have some shoes problem in the back of the day. <laughs> The shoes that bust out and the whole class start laughing from my shoes. I'm start, remember I started crying the teacher, Miss Green, and I forget to come out there. And when she came out there, she was, she, you know, she, she raised her hand on my shoulder and she said, like, come out of the class. Why she tell me that she laughed too? I shrug her off and I run going to one place and I started crying myself. It's the father got one name and I have no food. I shared that story with one of my friends with the end of the class today. Some of my friends would have laughed at me. And none of them remember. And the same thing in the year 20. I have some bridges where we are reasonable things that happened 10, 5 or 8 years ago and nobody don't remember. Mm-hmm. So people will not remember because when you're making those sacrifices 
of not making these big old mistakes and, 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 and overspending and stuff. People will not remember. It's a temporary thing. But when you get to the way where you want to get there, that people are going to remember. People, yeah. go, people remember your success, not the struggle. They are going to remember your success. You understand? Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, don't make the mistake, then I follow nobody. Another thing to note, another mistake to make, don't associate yourself with the wrong category of people when you're yeah. in your 20s. Mm-hmm. It's a serious something. It might sound simple, but this is what I can tell you. You are a sum total of your five closest friends. Find some mentors. Find some elders that can actually guide you. Look for somebody that is actually has achieved in a, in a career where you're in a, mm-hmm. or achieved the level where you want to, you want to, want to level that you want to achieve and give you some guidance. You understand? You'll find that these conversations like what we have now are what they have consistently because they're so willing to share the information. But if you're sitting around and associating yourself with people that are just going to draw. I'm just going to pull from your energy and they're not progressive. They're not going the same direction as you. You're going to, you're going to, you're sitting there for, for a 10, for a 10 year um, depression. Yeah. We can imagine when you look back when you're 35 years old and you look back and say, oh, the, the relationships that I fostered in my 20s, where are they? Where are they now? Remember the program there? Yeah. Where are they now? It's one of the biggest, it's one of the biggest reasons why me personally have achieved the level of success I'm achieved and the time I'm doing as a person. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is synonymous with my mentor. It is synonymous with most of the successful people that I study and communicate with. It is synonymous with their life. The mistakes that when they're making in their 20s by waste of the money and stuff and stuff and, and I glow for the wrong type of people now have the type of the right type of conversation that cost them. People get people get a chance to bounce back in them late 20s, early 30s, 40s, and whatever, sometimes 50s. You understand? I'm not saying that all these your 20s are supposed to be this perfect time period. It's supposed to be the transition period where you actually uh, you're, you're breaking out, you're becoming a, a full grown um what you call it, no, adult. Adult at this point yeah. in time. You're adult, you're officially adulting. So when you're adulting at this point in time, you whatever relationship are you fostering. Mm. Are they positive or are they negative? Are they helping you to get the way you want to really go or not? You will be shocked how fast 10 years fly past. True. True. I, start, I started a 10-year investment three years ago, and it feels like I just started last week. But we look much more than people. My people, I'm looking at them, I said, Jaja, thank you. You understand? No, I did not delay Mm-hmm. All the only thing I regret is that boy because I started thing around two years earlier. Those are the things. So I regret. Start. I'm gonna leave you guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave for acronym, right? So when it comes to the investing, we mentioned we mentioned about in 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 terms of our money, our money move that you should make in terms in terms of starting to invest early. Mm-hmm. Do not not invest early. That's it. Must still have just throw it back in years. So I want person to ensure that they invest. Don't miss the train. So think about it. Act and invest early. Right? Diversify your portfolio. Stay invested. You understand? It, mm-hmm. it, it, technically, it technically is going to spell out AIDS. So when it comes down to finance, to investing, I don't think about AIDS, but I will, that's another topic. You understand? But it's important for us to act and invest early. Mm-hmm. The, earlier you can, the earlier you can actually find out exactly how much you can save. This is now... When you, you decide to say, I can save an extra 20, 30, 40, 50,000, I am going to invest in this money for my future. Because 
the amount of when you when you reserve money for your future, you're basically setting up yourself for a day when you don't have to work for that money again. Mm-hmm. And the amount of interest that, that money will carry for you. It's important to do those things. You understand? Very, very early on. Another thing, boy, is it is so much, you know, I said it, I tell you, say, <laughs> my, 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 my years, my years in my, in my 20s, the amount of business that I start. Mm-hmm. The procrastination is a thing in the 20s. You see, some of the ideas that you have, those wonderful ideas that you have, mm-hmm. don't leave them in your head. Find the people that are around you and action the ideas. You understand? Find, find the people who do this, the research and action the ideas. All you're going to do is just go regret it. You say, you had this business idea. You have this. I have so many parties. You have one big one party, not one call the name to me. I, I, I structured the name for the, I structured the, this, this, this concept of the party, send out the proposal, but at the time I couldn't, I, I, I myself alone couldn't keep the event. It's a big event, I know, because the right person, my proposal and the right person, they, they can't want to the party to the money from the event. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's because I didn't foster the right friendship at the time, because I would have been able to take advantage of it and take advantage of that opportunity at that point in time. Another thing I don't want people to do, don't wait. With those business ideas, don't just wait until there's no perfect time to do anything. Do not procrastinate. Mm-hmm. Don't procrastinate. This is, and this is very important for me to tell persons. So when you're in your 20s, it's a, it's a good time for you to learn a lot from the, your work environment, yes? Not everything has to be directly about the amount of income that you earn from the job. And let me put it this way. I set up myself for my future by working at Eden Gardens and Tanga. At that point in time, when I was working at Eden Gardens, I was working very closely with Dr. Henry Lowe. He took me on as a mentee. Mm-hmm. No, the amount of work me do at that point in time, 85,000 a month, couldn't pay me. You understand? However, by putting them say, whoever does more than he's paid for will soon be paid more paid more than he actually does mm-hmm. and it is very true in life because me remember putting in out so much effort because I'm learning from this person you understand getting the, getting the building of initial relationships getting my network together and all these things by work I wasn't focused only on the amount of money that I earned you understand so there are certain disciplines that I was getting at, the, at that point in time in life so do not discount the job that you're in now there's an opportunity within it for you to learn some skills. You understand? Get the skill sets that you need to learn very early. Chances are the job that you're in now, or the income, whatever business that you're in now, is not going to be your dream job or, or where you're going to be forever. Yes? Mm-hmm. But ensure that you leave a positive trail behind and ensure that you get as much as you can possibly get in terms of discipline and positivity um, to move forward. So you realize, Sonic, that the mistakes that, that, that were made back in the day. A lot of them was because of the, of, 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 of the mindset that I had. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be based, the mistakes of people making them 20, it's largely based, based on the, 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 the mindset that they have. I just let you know, if your mindset poor, you're going to make poor mistakes, you're going to make poor, poor decisions. Yeah, your mindset, and maybe you don't even have the right people around you to kind of steer you in a different direction. Everybody already thinks the way you do. And so you're mm-hmm. all just going in the same wrong direction. Nobody knows this. Yes, cool, man. 
I'm not friend me losing I'm not friend me losing my twenties. I'm not friend, not bridging. Mm-hmm. Not, not funeral go to now twenties. Um because of people that that made um, not so wise choices, you understand? Mm-hmm. And there are some I have a distance yourself from in order for you to grow. You understand? Sometimes sometimes in order for grow, you have to let go of a, let, you have to let really let go of some of your bad habits. Mm-hmm. You understand? So sure. And that's yeah man, so so in your twenties, in your twenties, I'm not I am I'm there's a level of session. In your twenties is when you get to actually put yourself in front of yourself and say, oh, who do I really want to be the next thing? Who do I really want to be the next five years? What am I doing today to get to the next five years? Are the people that are over the right people? Are these financial decisions that I'm making? Are these the best financial decisions for my future? You understand? Mm-hmm. You understand? And if you know if if the answer to those things are no, you need to pull up your stuff as my granny said. And as I said, some of the things that you can do pretty early is find a financial advisor that, that they know the final. Yeah, trying to help and guide to find somebody you can actually reason with and show them exactly where you are, where you really want to get to, and says and see if they can actually assist you. Find some mentors. Look, look, look to somebody that has done something great in your field that you that you want to. You understand? So yeah, I, I'm sure I'm sure some reach five already. Oh, you reach seven. But that's I, 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 I tell him I can I can go oh no 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 I'm, I'm looking up there so I'm looking up on my, my bookshelf where we read now and there are some books see there the richest man in Babylon rich dad poor dad mm-hmm. it can be done the intelligent advisor yes, an in, uh, intelligent investor the magic of thinking big no excuses the 12 week year you let the total money make over. You understand? High performance habits. You know? Don't keep me a secret. Feeling forward. Eat that frog. Smart women finish rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I'm going to read that one. Well, the thing is that I, it, is consume, it is in consuming this information and, cons- and continuously consuming the information that mm-hmm. is going to help you to make the person that you want to be in the next five years. The thing is that you can start to do very good things and you know, start the good habits and the good disciplines and then drop right off. Yeah. That's important. So that is where the accountability partners and the good relationships come in. And that's where they're so why they're so important. You, you know what it my... is? A lot of people are afraid to talk about money. Because even what okay, when I had like a different friend group, I realized the friend group I used to have or some of the persons that I used to associate with back in the day, we never spoke about money in terms of making money or whatever. It was always, nobody wanted to let the other person know that maybe I'm not making that much money or maybe I need to be making more money or whatever. Nobody was talking about money. In some families, you can't talk about money. Like, have an open and honest and frank conversation about money. And it's, so it's our relationship. And it's, I don't know, it's, I don't know if it's a Jamaican thing or maybe it's just the people who I associate with thing, but Money is almost like a taboo subject. Like you don't talk about money. If you talk about it and you're saying good things about it, you're bragging. And if you're saying, oh gosh, I wish I could get more money, you're complaining. It's like, where's the middle ground to talk about money? So I feel like that's where a lot of the problem starts for a lot of us. We just don't talk about money. Yeah, that'd be that'd be probably about that is a terrible, 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 terrible problem. Miami and my brain, that's how we talk about no. It's not that we, it's not we're, we're, we're money hungry. But I'll hear it from people like, yeah, come on, you can't have a conversation, I'm going to come up in the, 
<laughs> yeah, I can have a conversation about your company, but I prefer I prefer to have a conversation with you because, to be honest, that it's the medium of control for our lives. You understand? All the things that we want to achieve, you want you want eat, you want eat, and you want buy a house, a family, you want drive, you want buy clothes. You understand? If somebody gets sick, we have for you money. You know, I'm gonna have to look down to the people and say, oh, look how beautiful I am. Mm. You understand? The people that want the money. Drop down tomorrow morning, right in front of Andrews. Oh, yeah. Walk out and drop down and go over there. And tell them, say, yo, me, I'm dead. Take care of me now. I see what about. First place, then we look at the cashier. I say, oh, good. I say, <laughs> money talks, money talks, and, you know? You know the rest. Yeah. And the, aim, the, aim, the aim of the thing is to, is to, to make person be in control of them finances. And the faster you can do it, the better it be for you. The 20s are the ideal time for you to, for you to get these things out of the way. Because there are so many stones in the bucket too. And there are so many, there are so many, there are so many. You can't, you're, you're, not, you're, not, you're going to see sale, you're going to see legal sale on the, the property, on um, one store storefront, and you're going to step right in there to buy, buy clothes consistently. Clothes you're not going to even wear. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, yeah, oh, oh, you know, I'm going to probably wear it next party. I'm going to next party, not that. Never wear. Mm-hmm. This is the life, this is the life of people that sell themselves for. Just to look good and, 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 and nothing behind it. The aim is to become wealthy and it's not to it's not just to look rich, it's to become wealthy. And but if you don't make those mistakes, if you don't if you don't be guided by the right principles, you're gonna problem. The thing mm-hmm. we don't want from the people Janet, is a person to, to think that it is impossible to become wealthy, it is impossible to achieve a certain level of financial freedom. It is not impossible. It takes it takes work. Yeah. It doesn't take any work to become poor. No? If you don't want to put in the work, you can be broke and poor forever. You just do, 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 do. It will happen naturally. Mm-hmm. It takes some effort, some discipline to curb it and say, you're going, this is where I want to go. It takes some effort. The fact that you see wealthy people around, no, no, you see the big house, I'm a billion, no, no, you're like a billion. A regular man like me and you, some of them have come from worse backgrounds than me and you in terms of financial backgrounds than me. You understand? It's just that they made, they made better use of them time and things like that. But the conversation, the conversation needs to happen a lot more. I'm trying to, so that's why I'm, when you call me, you may take me one year for come back come chat. <laughs> I, I've never said no, but it's always by the time. You understand? Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, those are some of the things that a uh, person needs to really pay attention to mm-hmm. in terms of the mistakes that can be made. There's, 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 there's so much. There's, there's so, 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 so much. I remember somebody saying to me, very close to me at that point in time in my life, that, yo, yeah, I read so much of them book, yeah, and I watch so much of them video, and I'm going to see it, I'm going to see it, The same person, the person that said it to me, man, them see me now, man. Not that Mary Chick. Nah, I said that to nah, I'm not saying that. Okay, Shamar, don't be humble. You're not where you were at that time when you were reading that book, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not where I was at the time when I was reading that book. You yeah. yeah. I applied the principles from them book to get me mm-hmm. here, son. So mm-hmm. I read some more books and I apply them principles. Okay, I'm going to go on next level. And then I'm going to do the same thing because we don't know everything. Yes. Yeah. We don't know everything. If we don't know everything, we don't need to do it. All of us will be rock rich if we know everything. Yeah, we're at the top of every field, so we continue. We continue to learn. Why we learn, we continue to share. 
Yep. Thank you so very much for sharing with us, Shamar, again. And we should do this again, but not in a year. Let's not make it a year, no? Let's not make um, it another year. Uh, it won't matter a year. It won't matter a year. But, um, it won't matter a year. It won't matter a year. Just okay. leave me anywhere you want. Leave me anywhere you want, man. We, we, we'll work on the time. So we can yes. And you guys can chop and tell me what topics you want Shamar to talk about. Shamar is, uh, you know, he specializes in pension, would we say? Or um, retirement yeah. planning? I am a specialist in retirement planning. I focus on, on estate planning. Estate mm -hmm. planning takes in consideration everything from insurance. I'm, an, I'm, a, I'm a life insurance specialist. Mm -hmm. right? and, a, and a critically less um, coverage specialist. Right. Um, I will help you with budgeting, um, investments, unit trust investments, medium, short term, especially with the retirement planning. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. But my, my specialty, as in what I focus on, is estate planning and retirement planning. It's so fancy, but it's really just helping persons to get to where they want to get to with the resources that they have right now, just to structure them properly. Mm -hmm. And tell us how can we re how can we reach you? I, I, I can be reached at oh, 876-325-6944 or my Instagram is I am Shamar Clark. I think that's my one my, my most popular social media. I'm not a social media junkie. I'm, I'm getting there. Shani, mm -hmm. can you help me? <laughs> You're getting there. Don't worry yourself. We're working. We're working. We have a team. A team of us are here yeah. waiting. Right, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, so, that, so that's my, that's my thing. You know, I'm not really a social media junkie. Mm -hmm. But you're very accessible, though. If somebody messages you, yeah. you definitely will respond. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. If you, if you message me, I'm able to respond. I'm able to respond. If you want, email me shamar underscore clark at sadhuko.com or legacyenterprisejm at gmail.com. You know, I just want have one, I have one sentence to say that I like to say, mm -hmm. one statement that I've become famous for saying. I, I read it years ago and I just run with it. You know? You might, I mean, I come from a rich family, but the rich family must come from me. Mm. You understand? And then, it, it, you know, you turn it around for a person. You, you mean I come from a rich family, but I'm a rich family she must come from you. So that's the idea, that's the concept that I want person to look at, you know, get rich or die, try type of thing. So yeah. We're on, on the mission, we must get there. Yes, and as long as we implement the right things. And there's something. The, the right thing is that the right, the, 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 there's something for everybody to achieve them goal. That's just, and that's just the thing. There are principles out there for everybody. And mm -hmm. it's, yo, but we, we just don't do it. We just don't do the simple little thing, them, Shani. Jano. Sure, sure. But we're going to start doing better individually so that we can all get rich and Wola, we can buy a house on the hill and we can all be each other's <laughs> neighbors and have one big cookout and all that good stuff. Yeah. We, want it. we want that for our people, you know? We want that for our people. But thank you so very much, Shamar, again. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Come on. Take care, my dear. Thank you so very much for listening to this episode. I do hope that you were able to learn a lot again and that you were able to be taking your notes and you're ready to implement everything that you've been learning. It's a journey, it's a process, and we're all on that journey together. So I feel really great that we are going to be doing a lot of financial good moves 
this for the rest of this year and into 2022 be sure to leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast so that other people can find the podcast other people can know about us and we can grow our community over here if you want to reach out to me on social media to tell me what you think or to tell me about topics that you'd love for us to discuss you can find me on instagram at s-h-a-n-z-i-q-u-e or on twitter at s-h-a-n-z underscore i-q-u-e on facebook and linkedin i am shanique hidden over there thanks again for listening everyone and i do hope that you have an amazing week bye